12.02, it is time for our weekly chat with our friend Tom E. Curran of NBC Sports Boston. Nothing to talk about here today. Nothing much going on, right? It's just the beginning of, well, it's not even the beginning of NFL free agency. Aren't we still in, like, the 48-hour tampering period? But all of the news is starting to come out. Our friend Tommy Curran brought to us by Dr. Matthew LaPresti, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180. And by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com to the Harbor One Hotline. Tom Curran, good afternoon. How are you, friend? Great. What's going on, my friends? We're uh, hanging in there. And, uh, well, obviously the news started to come in yesterday, but the news today, Tommy, is that Jacoby Myers has gotten himself three years, $33 million, reportedly $21 million guaranteed to go to the Raiders. Uh, your thoughts on the situation in total, contract and the fact that even Jacoby told Josina Anderson they wanted me and I wanted them pretty easy. To start with the contract, I think, to me, I figured that would probably be close to what he came in at. Um, 12, 11 million seemed reasonable to me. 18 was the franchise tag for wide receivers. That was not going to happen. And the 15 to 16 asking price initially that we heard reported was kind of high in the sky. He's a nice player. He's a two. He produces like a two, regardless of whether he's with good Mac Jones or bad Mac Jones. That's who he is, and that's what he is, and that's why I'm not surprised that he came in as a two, basically. Um, But for the Patriots' purposes, you're looking at a player who would have been paid $11 million per year. Nelson Aguilar was paid $11 million per year for his production over the last two years. Jacoby Myers, to me, is a player who served an incredibly important purpose because you could depend on him. He wasn't Kendrick Bourne, didn't know what kind of player you were going to get or what kind of temperament you were going to get or whether he was going to be in someone's doghouse or not. Devontae Parker, whether he was going to be hurt, whether he was going to get separation. Nelson Aguilar, whether you knew what you're going to get from Jacoby Myers. So when you have a hardworking, dependable player and he walks out the door for the same price as a player who didn't produce barely at all for you with Nelson Aguilar, it's head-scratching, and it makes me wonder, guys, with that comment to Josina Anderson, how appealing the Raiders were to Jacoby Myers in contrast to the Patriots. Did the player just say, you know what, I think I might like it out there better. Well, I mean, my my, my, my thing is that, like, you know, the money dictates, you know, how – how uh you know into somebody that you are and i think they probably offered him you know the most money for what they were doing but i ask you this like is is um well, why, they, whoa, whoa, whoa. why 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 would the patriots not say 11 million dollars is fine we'll do that too do you think that he had a problem here do you think that he had issues here if the money is the same do you think he wouldn't want to stay here especially with a new set of people coming well, in I don't know, but when you contrast what he is saying about you know it had appeal to me, look at the coaches, look at the system. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. But, I, like when, once everybody's like well, you know you signs, think? I don't do necessarily think? believe everything they say about the team that they that they're going to. Okay, so then why would the Patriots not offer the kid like eleven million dollars? Well, my thing is that they don't value that position because my next question to you was like, will they regret it because they can't refill it and they can't replace them? Because there's a history of that position and the guys that they bring in there, 
Like of any other position, they fill that role mm-hmm. more than any other team. So, do you think they're going to regret it? I think they will regret it in the short term, especially. Now, I always thought he was miscast as a slot, Christian. I always thought that he's a little too high cut. He's not quick enough in and out of his breaks, doesn't get open in the short area enough. And I think that in large part, Mac Jones missed that, whether it be a, a true water bug slot or a James White you know, Shane Vereen type out of the backfield to get open quickly against the linebacker. The Patriots have missed that. But still, that was what they had filling the role as their most dependable guy. So now the dependability of your offense, the wide receiver position has gone out. Who's dependable? Who you can say, oh, that guy's a check mark. You throw it to him nine times, he's going to catch six, he's going to get to 65 yards. Who? Is it Devontae Parker who, you know, analytics have shown is – one of the worst in the league in terms of getting separation <clears throat> is a Kendrick Bourne, who, as much as I enjoyed him in 2021, had difficulty getting him lined up in the right spot at times in 2022. Is it Thornton, who's more of an outside straight line guy? Something. So, so the happen. replacement Again, is so the replacement hard. is not on the roster now. You don't think Kendrick 100%. Bourne could slide into that spot? I think he'd be better served someplace else. I, again, I'd go back to the water bug. I, you know, is it Zay Flowers? If so, high fives all around. You're still missing Jacoby Myers and that number two production and dependability, but at least you're addressing the wide receiver position. And it's a rookie in a complicated offense. But, yeah, they're going to miss him. Don't you agree? No, I don't think they're, they're going to miss I, him. I, I think you might miss a little bit of the dependability, but I think at the end of the day – the the numbers are still going to be relatively close. And, Tommy, you know, when uh, Fourier and I were talking about this, I, I think Bill Belichick looks at it. If if Jacoby Myers is going to give, you know, the this team 75 catches for 900 yards and, say, five touchdowns at $11 million, mm-hmm. but, but they can cobble together 55 catches for 650 yards and two touchdowns at $2 million, I think we know what way, or or even $4 million, or half of that money, whatever it would be, I think we kind of know the way they would go with it. And I am I am sort of buying into Christian's point a little bit in that just like corner, like if, if, if they went into the third day of the draft and they were like, yeah, we're going to find a corner, you'd actually believe them because they've done it before. It feels like they can find that guy. And I also wonder the Josh McDaniels factor in all this. Like, last year could not have been comfortable for anybody in that Patriots offense. And might this be the first time that a player has run to McDaniels the way, like, a fired coach runs to Belichick, come back to daddy? That's an interesting, you know, assessment. I think that if all things were equal, I think Kendrick Bourne would be the pass directly to Las Vegas if he wasn't still under contract. <laughs> you know what? That's a great point. You're right. Uh, but the the other point is, your point's right. Yeah, you can cobble it together and get, as you said, basically Jacoby Myers' production for $2 million. I mean, he just played four seasons here and had 235 catches for $6 million. $6 million over four years. Yeah, we can go find another Jacoby Myers. Meanwhile, you're doing that. You're also pissing down your leg by paying $11 million a year to Nelson Aguilar. $27 million in real money over two years to John U. Smith. $10 million to Isaiah Wynn. At some point, Robert Kraft is going to run his fingers to his... That's why Aguilar won't be of back. Course. And that's why John U's out of here. Are you surprised they traded and actually went through with getting rid of John U. Smith? 
No, and I have absolutely zero problem with cutting their losses. Yeah, they screwed up. As Jim Calhoun famously said in that press conference about Amika Okafor, I bleeped up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to you remember that. Oh, I do. Uh, Same with Ryan Gomes as well, but we can compare Ryan Calhoun quotes me. another time. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> it was Ryan Gomes. But, you know, okay, so you did. And you cut your losses. Big deal. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Hunter Henry's fine. Judon's terrific. Jalen Mills has his ups and downs. Bourne's okay when he's not in the doghouse. You did fine in 2021. It's okay to cut your losses. But you also have to look at, to me, if this was a franchise built on value and a number two wide receiver who produces for you will, over the course of seven years, if you match that Raiders contract, Seven years, you're going to pay him $40 million for that level of production because he's already made six, add on the 33. You're at $40 million for seven years of Jacoby Myers. I, I, again, it's it's pretty good money for a guy who's not that fast. Sorry, though, he produces. I, I just and, find and that, it interesting. And, and Tom, and we're talking to Tom E. Kern, and Tom, that's why, I, I mean, the, the quickness and all that stuff, it, to me, is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Like, the guy, mm-hmm. that, that that connection between the quarterback and the speed is, doesn't matter as long as you guys share the same brain of where you're supposed to go and the anticipation with it. So I thought he made up for it with his lack of speed. But I do think it's – I put him in the category of all these other, you know, call them slot-wide receivers, starting with Troy, then going to West, and then going to, mm-hmm. you know, Edelman. They just – they never value them, like, I feel like, the way they should. And especially with the production and the numbers they put up, I just feel like there's this long track record of replacing them with a, another former quarterback from another small college that they go, <laughs> what do I care? Like, it's not that I'm cheaper. I don't value the production. I just know I, 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 have a, I have a reputation of finding somebody else. You're right. And they are, I mean, look, Braxton Berrios, had he never gone anywhere else, the Patriots hadn't released him, he probably would have gotten you 51 catches. Yeah. If he wasn't hurt. You know, and hell, Braxton Berrios is still out there. If the Patriots bring in Braxton Berrios for, you know, a, a can of Pringles and $3 million, they're probably going to get the same production. And maybe that's what their plan is. But I do think that juxtaposing the monies they spend on players and miss and not anteing up for the ones that they do bears some investigation. Look, it's a lot of money for a guy who's merely nice, Jacoby Myers. But you knew the quarterback liked him. He had usefulness in your offense. He was hardworking, dependable, and you'd already gotten him and developed him here. So if you're looking for leadership as Devin McCourty goes out, and you're looking for leadership on your offense, he seemed like a fairly good standard bearer to me. Tom Curran, you mentioned Devin McCourty. He is out. How do He's retired. How do you go about filling that spot? Are you moving Jalen Mills? Are you leaving Jalen Mills and looking at safety elsewhere? How do you kind of look at the whole 30,000-foot view of the construct of the defensive backs? Yeah, they need corners right now. I think that I'd love to see them resign Jabril Peppers, who was a very good down in the box safety for them in the in the sixty percent of the plays that he played. I liked him. I liked his physicality. Duggar is obviously uh, a borderline Pro Bowl player on the rise. He should be restructured, rec- um, and extended because he's up after this year. 
And Adrian Phillips is still a good player. But I think if you slid, for instance, Jonathan Jones over to that area and started to groom him perhaps as a sideline-to-sideline answer, that's something Phil Perry said he's been hearing is a possibility. Or Jalen Mills. To me, I kind of like Jonathan Jones back there. He's got the speed that McCourty had. He's got the instincts. He's gotten banged up in the slot, but he'd be less in harm's way out there. Um, but I still think the Patriots need a corner with some some tall dimensions as well um, because they have a lot of guys who are six feet and under. So, okay, so the legal tampering period is still going on. I think it ends uh, Wednesday. That's when the the mm-hmm. first day of the, of the league year starts, I think at 4 o'clock on Wednesday. So do you think the Patriots do anything before then? Other than, I mean, I know signing their own guy seems like, oh, okay, great. Everybody kind of right. thought that would happen. Is there anything that you see on the horizon that maybe at, from a, a player from another team? Well, I think Caleb McGarry is still out there as a tackle from Atlanta. It's hard to turn handsprings over Caleb McGarry. McGlinchey's already gone. Juwan Taylor's already gone. Orlando Brown is on the market. But, you know, that's expensive as hell for a player like Orlando Brown. That's going to be probably close to 18 or $20 million a year for him. So, um, to me, tackle looks like a spot that if you're going to have to overpay at any position, it would be that one. But we talked about this last week in terms of the activity. What would the Patriots mantra be? And I think I said something like, we're good. You know, they don't feel, it seems to me, as if their team is without talent. And I think that we're seeing early on here an indication that they're saying, yeah, roster is pretty good. We're going to run it back pretty much with these guys and see how we do in the draft. Could change, could change drastically. They could make a trade. They could make anything. But right now, again, it hasn't even started. But free agency, I mean, but it looks like they're not uh, extremely urgent. Yeah, right now it feels like they're uh, waiting for uh, day two and three prices or maybe even day three and four prices when it's all said and done. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston. You can catch him there and here on WEI. Thank you, Tom. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. See you guys. Thank you, friend. There goes uh, Tommy Curran.